gentlemen, now it's Too Late with Alan Mosley. Whoa! Hey! I guess we're doing it, Dave. We're doing it. It's happening. We're doing the show. Guys, welcome back for another episode of It's Too Late. I am your host, Alan Mosley, joined as always by the number one producer in Late Night. It's Dave Willemowski. Dave! How are you doing? I'm doing good. Doing great. Happy to be here. Feel like we've been doing this forever. Yeah. I it feels um, like we've been doing this for at least at least a year. Does it feel like that? Just a year? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Kind of feels like that. Dave. How are you doing? Tonight. Yeah. Tonight is the one year anniversary of when Dave said he would help out on the show for a few weeks. So everybody in chat, give Dave Willemowski, the number one producer of Late Night, a round of applause. Can, can I do a round of... Hold on, let me see if I can do a round of applause. Can, can I do... Can, let me... There we go. Yeah. Yeah. That was... What, 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 yeah. What everybody couldn't see off screen was me pointing a gun at the audience, and then they <laughs> started clapping. Dave, it's been a year. Yeah, like to the day. Yeah, just yeah. a few weeks. Quick adventure, in and out. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's not the first time you've gotten in trouble there, is it? I know, right? Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, okay. I was going <laughs> to tell you, I was going to do like this whole big like emotional thing for you where we would have like a collage and a little video of oh. like uh, of your best moments on the show. But then I didn't. Yeah. Well, that's understandable. That would well, be a lot of work. It it, it it was a lot of work, and it sounded like something the producer should do. So what yeah. I what I figured was is that, Dave, if you make yourself an emotional send-off, we'll play it. Mm-hmm. How about that? Yeah, we'll work on it during the show. Yeah. Dur- during, wait, okay, during the show. <laughs> uh, leading off tonight, ladies and gentlemen, a tragic scene at London's National Gallery as the famous Vincent van Gogh painting Sunflowers has been defaced by climate activists. Take a look at this right here. Two young women representing Just Stop Oil, an activist group protesting the production of fossil fuels, threw cans of tomato soup on the famous painting before gluing themselves <laughs> to the wall. Wait, wait, hold, hold on a second. Can I, can I see a, another picture of those wannabe eco-terrorists right there? Yeah. 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 Take a, so first of all, great ad, Heinz. This, it's, this yeah. is all just a big conspiracy by Big Tomato. That's what it is. Yeah, those Steelers. You see those chicks right there? You know who they look an awful lot like? Take a look at this right here. It's Oh my is gosh. It, is it life imitates art or art imitates life? <laughs> Spot on. Right? It's like right there. Yeah, I know. Uh, moving on, Georgia gubernatorial candidate Stacey Abrams is back in the news. Do we have a picture of Stacey Abrams? Oh, yeah, hold on. Here. Oh. <laughs> oh, my. Dave, now come on. We got another one. Huh? Uh, this is the content my viewers have come to expect. Racism? No, no not, not <laughs> racism. <laughs> oh, uh, oh. Fat shaming. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Abrams addressed what she would do as governor of Georgia with her constituents concerning about runaway inflation on everyday items such as grocery and gasolines. Take a look right here. Uh, I would assume, maybe incorrectly, but while abortion is an issue, it nowhere reaches the level of interest of voters in terms of the cost of gas, 
food, bread, milk, things like that. What can a governor, what could you do as governor to alleviate the concerns of Georgia voters about those livability, daily, hourly issues that they're confronted with? But let's be clear. Having children is why you're worried about your price for gas. It's why you're concerned about how much food costs. For women, this is not a reductive issue. You can't divorce being forced to carry an unwanted pregnancy from the economic realities of having a child. And so these are it's important for us to have both and conversations. We don't have the luxury of reducing it or separating them out. But we also have to talk about what a governor can do. That picture was spot on, wasn't it? Yeah, it right? Was. Um, the hell? So Stacey Abrams' answer to the question of what could you do as governor to help Georgians with everyday expenses such as gas and groceries was let's make it so they can kill their kids. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Wow. I mean, you know, I mean. <laughs> it's a bit drastic. Yeah, I mean, if that's the direction we're going to go, then actually, guys, I can send you to a website that can get you the information you need to lower your bills to zero. How about that? <laughs> I was feeling the song that time. Oh, I'm sorry. No, yeah, it's, no, it's fine. Yeah, I'm, but, I'm not going to. That would be too much. I figured after a year, you'd never move. I'm new, but um, I'm learning. But Abrams is getting support in her quest to kill babies all the way from Norway. Check out this video from the female delegation of the Norwegian parliament. Dear American sisters, you are not alone. The Norwegian parliament stands with you. Abortion is a human right. If we go down, then we go down together. If, um... Shut up! Silly woman. Seems like if they were, if they would go down, then they wouldn't have to worry about getting pregnant. You know, <laughs> there's there's options. Yeah, if they just learned to swallow their pride, then they wouldn't have that issue. Oh, wait. Yeah. That, I, I, yeah, I know. I, Dave's confused <laughs> now because he didn't see. It. You're staring. Me. <laughs> no. I'm, okay. Yeah. Don't don't worry. We're not gonna do, we're not gonna do that whole bit tonight. Um, okay. Mostly because I only had those two. You, you, you need three or four. Um, and finally this evening, boy, Kanye West has made Ooh. some waves, has he not? Has he ever. Uh, do we have a picture of Kanye West? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's him right there. I mean, is, Wait, it? is that him? They, they all that's him, right? They look the same to me. Uh, we West cryptically treated out the question, quote, who do you think created cancel culture? before then going on separate tirades against the, quote, Jewish media, insinuating that Jews are the answer to the question of who drives cancel culture. In response, Jewish media organizations such as the Jerusalem Post, the Jewish Chronicle, and the ADL, Anti-Defamation League, have all issued statements roundly condemning Kanye's remarks, urging all platforms and services to cancel him. <laughs> Thanks, anti-Semitic audience. See, you thought this was going to be racist. It turned out to be anti-Semitic no. instead. Yeah. Uh, but I the trouble the doesn't. <laughs> the trouble doesn't stop there for Kanye. He's also in hot water with the family of George Floyd. Dave, do we have a picture of George Floyd? Damn it! Oh, 
No. I mean, anyway, uh, the Floyd family has announced plans to sue Kanye for $250 million over statements made by West that George Floyd's death was primarily due to the fentanyl in his system rather than his treatment by police. Now, there's definitely going to be some First Amendment issues here at play, uh, as well as the proper role of the justice system. To me, it seems ridiculous that a dead person can be defamed, or that a family can claim harassment when a public figure says something they don't like. I really consider it nothing more than the latest in a startling trend of weaponizing the courts against people with views and beliefs outside of the mainstream. If only we could have seen this coming. Mm. Uh, Indeed. No idea. Uh, guys, we're going to be back with the meme of the week in the viewer mail right after this commercial break. Don't go away. Back to the show, everybody. Let's, let's all take a moment. <laughs> so, so what happened was, folks, is Dave and I were just discussing at the top of the last break mm-hmm. uh, what a great job he was doing. Didn't I say that, Dave? Didn't I say you were doing such a great job? You actually, pretty much those exact words. Good yeah. job, Dave. Yeah. Um. You know, this is this is not an easy show to produce, and there's a lot of notes that go into it. We we write we write a lot of parts. It's it's a mixture, isn't it? It's a mixture of written mm-hmm. notes, but kind of off the cuff action. Yeah, a lot of that. And Dave was crushing it. And I actually said to Dave, you know, there was even parts of the note that he he performed beyond my expectations. And then, and the then show I totally just... redeemed myself. <laughs> you did. <laughs> You did. And then we played 17 commercials for two seconds and then came to this scene. All right. Let's bring it back in, everybody. We got that. Right. We got that out of the way. I, I, we should have we should have hit the uh, we should have hit the technical difficulties thing while I was giving you yeah. some coaching tips. But, you know, every time we every time we hit that button, it, it flags us on YouTube. That's what I thought. Yeah, because that music is copyrighted. Yeah. Not not entire professional football games. Just, no, that's fine. Just that music. Yeah. Uh, didn't you? Oh, didn't, I got a thing. Yeah, yeah. Do yeah. do your thing. We should we should have skipped right. it as punishment for oh. 
no, 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 we'll, no, it. we'll do it. You, no, go ahead, <laughs> go ahead. It's fine. So, I, I got, I got a fortune cookie this time. Okay. But I don't think it's gonna be as cool as Alan's fortune cookies because wherever you get your your Chinese from, they have a different supplier. Oh, this one's already broken open. All right. Let's get through this. Yeah, take your time, Dave. We're not live on air. Some pursue happiness. You created. Well, that's right? not really a fortune, though, right? That's just. I don't. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like. That's just a statement. I got lucky, and then I got lucky numbers, but I'm not giving those up. Let's save those. Oh yeah. Is one of them 27 right. by chance? <laughs> Let me check. No. Oh okay. Well. Uh, God, this show could have been so good, Dave. Like, well, like the mon- you can yeah. clip out, you know, the first part. You know, people only watch the clips. They don't actually watch the show. They watch, they watch the show, but they watch the show in digestible pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the, yeah, like they see an hour runtime, and they just—I'm not watching that. But then no. they watch an hour, five minutes at a time. Yeah, you need some cool down time in between. I feel like that maybe says something about. I don't know, the state of things, but I don't know. Uh, hey, Dave. Uh, yes, Alan? What time is it? Uh, it's time for Meme of the Week. <laughs> I'm helping. I have not seen that one. That's good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that, like is, that. that is good. Uh, but we do have a bonus meme. Check out the bonus meme. Oh, no. The best part about getting cool. high is getting scared. Hell yeah! Is that is that I true, lo- Dave? I, I like the uh, the existential dread that I occasionally get. Oh, it's been a while. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't done that stuff. No, oh, yeah, decades. no, not since yeah. Tuesday at least. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, but let me before we do the viewer mail, let me tell you about tonight's sponsor. It's oh, Pat yeah. Crest Botanicals, which you could find at patcrestbotanicals.com. If you use promo code, it's too late. It's all one word. It's too late. You get thirty percent off. I've Hi. actually got yeah thirty percent off. I've got some right here. This is the the Blue Dream. It's got Delta Eight oh. in it. Yeah. Can we get? Oh. A, can we get a? Yeah. It grows hair on your face. Does it? It I must. Can't, I can't. That wasn't there at the beginning of the show. I can't see that far down. Yeah, I don't know. No, go, <laughs> no. Zoom back in. Do you see this nonsense? Okay. So first of all, yeah. I have to shave it because Anna Kay will leave me if I don't. Second, look at yeah. all the fucking. Look at this. Look at that. Look at all the You're white man now. <laughs> no, yeah. Shut your goddamn mouth. Anyway, I, don't don't you have some Pat Crest botanicals? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I I found this in my room. And it and it also has the, uh, Wait, hold the on. delta you eight in it. You just found it in your room. What does that mean? You just found. I don't it. know. It, things things appear sometimes. This is the GG number four, and it's got the delta eight, which means I'm not allowed to have it. But I wish I could. But I hear what? it's magical. Mary loves it, and she says, "Get me some more of this stuff because that's almost empty too." Why are you not allowed to have it? I think it still gives it. it it'll make you fail a test. I think, from what I heard. Because it's because it, it's legal. It's legal in all fifty states. Yeah, but I can't have any THC in my system. Yeah, Mary loves the GG4, she says, yeah. What is it? Does that stand for something? Is it GG like a girl's name, or is it GG like good game? I'm going to go with good game. Okay, all right, good game. So anyway, that's Pat Chris Botanicals promo code. It's too late. Uh, Let's go ahead and answer some viewer mail. Oh, Oh, so hungry, all these foods. 
I'm back on the diet thing, so I'm just... Oh, you're doing that again? Yeah. Oh, you're doing that again, are you? Starving yourself? Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> existence is pain. Uh, so anyway, Justin Campbell writes, Dear Alan and Dave. Actually, he says this doesn't apply to Dave. Okay, Dave, take a minute. I'll sit this one out. Yeah. Is there a greater feeling than beating Alabama like that? I mean, I've witnessed the birth of my children, and I feel like watching <laughs> Mississippi State beat Bama in that fashion would probably top both of those experiences. Your friend who wishes we had just beaten Kentucky, Justin. Uh, yeah, so Tennessee beat Alabama this weekend. Game yeah, of the year. I know those, yeah. Yeah, 52-49, to 49, last second oh. field goal. Yeah, just oh. insane game. And then, as is tradition, what happens is, is the 100,000 fans in the stands, all wearing orange, come down mm -hmm. onto the field, rip down the goalposts, carry them oh. out, 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 they carry them out of the stadium and around, and then they dump them in the Tennessee River. Did that really happen? Yeah. All of that? Yeah. Well, you know what? In wow. the after party, I'll show you. So first, okay, yeah, yeah, none, that, none of this was a joke. A that actually happened. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I know I know what you're going to say. You're going to be like, well, the Bills beat the Chiefs. No, dude, nobody cares. No, but I'm not going to. But Tennessee beating Alabama? Yes. Yeah, a lot of people excited. We don't care about the whole damn state of Alabama. <laughs> people out there that understand college football get that reference. All right. Uh, our next question comes from Carl Huber. Carl emotes mm. in chat, please. Dear Alan and Dave, what are ghosts really? Oh. Um, do you do you believe in ghosts, Dave? Well, what I, I always say is that I don't believe in ghosts, but I'm scared to death of them. Hmm. So I, I don't want to see one. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. It, it it's kind of weird. I believe it's either like maybe a uh, like energy like echo or or demons i think it's one of those two things okay so first of all ghosts aren't real and yeah. second of all if there were ghosts i think those are souls i don't know about that i don't think you get to come back well who says they ever left oh oh <laughs> yeah well you'll be more careful when you're masturbating alone knowing grandma's watching all right, uh, <laughs> Lyle Durio. I, I don't know why she watches though. You know, it's like Such she a could. Freak. She, yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, anyway, Lyle Durio writes, "Dear Alan and Dave, what kind of food do you stock up on just in case? Canned foods, dehydrated mm -hmm. items, pasta. Uh, Dave, what do you guys stock up on just in case? A uh, can of spam." <laughs> seems like that's really just more for probably you i guess well th yeah. if they don't like it yeah yeah that's right that is true this is this is a life tip for everyone out there that has siblings young children if you have if you're getting something from the grocery store and you mm -hmm. want to make sure nobody else gets their grubby hands on it just get whatever thing you like that they don't mm -hmm. and then do what my brother did which is eat and drink all of their stuff first and save yours for last, <laughs> knowing they won't touch yours out of desperation. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't spoken in God, 17 years, I think, at this point. Wow. So, yeah. Uh, anyway, 
Lyle, I mean, we told the story a couple weeks ago where, like, when there was a hurricane down in Florida, and I was down there, and so me and Anna Kay rushed to the grocery store. She's like, oh, my God, we have to get supplies. And I got a can of cheese dip, like the Frito oh, yeah. cheese dip. Yeah, um, good stuff. And that's it. Yeah. All right, uh, Andrew Avery writes, right now, Su- somewhere Suzanne Sherman's watching, so I'm thinking, Jesus Christ, they don't listen yeah. to anything I say. Face yeah. palm. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Avery writes, dear Alan and Dave, does it take guts to wear a skeleton costume on Halloween? Mm. I was struggling with a vampire pun, but it sucked. Oh, that's too bad. The last thing I want to do is be a ghost of my former self. I, I noticed just now that oh. Sherry gave that a, a crying emoji react. Okay, that, yeah. That's, that's a sad react, Andrew. So I feel like you've already suffered enough. <laughs> um. So did you guys ever decide what you were going to do for Halloween? No, no, no? I didn't. I told Mary, I don't know if you were watching the game the other night, I told Mary, you got to be Josh Allen and a Buffalo Bills cheerleader, but she's Josh oh. Allen and you're the Buffalo Bills cheerleader. You know, I'd, I'd, I'd actually really be down with that, but I don't want to spend that $150 or whatever for a Josh Allen jersey. We'd have to make one. We could make one. Yeah, yeah. We could do that. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just get like, like just white sheets or like a white t shirt and just draw, you know, the colors yeah, on there. Write it on there. I mean, where I'm from, people used to just take white bed sheets and make costumes out of them all the time. All the time. Yeah. It's great. Um,. <laughs> Speaking of the devil, Suzanne Sherman writes, Dear Alan and Dave, what's your favorite YouTube channel? Dave, what's your favorite YouTube channel? Oh, it's it's Alan Mosley TV, I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, that's the you don't I say. think it's the best one out there. I, I don't I don't know if I'm subscribed yeah. to any other channel at all. Yeah. I mean, imagine being subscribed to channels in current year, right? Right. I mean, you know what? I've seen the analytics on my channel, and most of our own viewers agree you're not supposed to be subscribed to channels when you watch videos. <laughs> <laughs> I see I see D3's in chat uh, complaining that he has ads. D3, get a job. Uh, Brian Johnson writes, Dear Alan and Dave, who was the most annoying teacher you had in school, and what was annoying about them? Oh, boy. Dave, mm. what was your most annoying teacher... And what was annoying about them? Uh, as with most of my history, it's 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 a blur. But I, I remember my my French teacher. Um, she she expected more from me, and because if you get to French three, you're usually pretty smart. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to prove that I could pass French three with a D, and she didn't like that. Oh. And she gets so mad at me that she wouldn't call me my by by our chosen French name. Like you're supposed to pick one when you come in, and I was Jean Claude, and she would just call me David. Just yell at me. Yeah, that was mm. annoying. Um, I'll give you the one that I that I think was my most annoying, and then I'll give you one that I think most other people thought was the most annoying. My most annoying teacher was, uh, ironically, her name was Mrs. Allen, but her last name was Allen, and a last name is A L L E N. A first name is A L A N. And Mrs. I was Allen, say, you aren't homeschooled, are you? <laughs> no, no. Mrs. Allen hated Allen. And okay. yeah. I mean, in her defense, she hated me because I basically told her to her face, I'm smarter than you, I don't need your help. And oh. But in my defense, she was an old woman that had old lady breath. Oh. Yeah. 
And but you know what? That probably is topped by there was a uh, there was a shop teacher that I think most people thought he was the most annoying because he kept raping girls. Oh, that can yeah that. I mean yeah. I mean it's it's kind of fifty fifty. Like half the student body population is like, well, he won't rape me, but the other half of the yeah. student body population is like, well, he either has or could rape me. Yeah. Because he he did. Or why rape. why hasn't he? You yeah. know. I remember hearing some people complain. <laughs> Um, I remember hearing some people complain that they would say, like, you know, hindsight being twenty twenty. I look back now and I realize, you know, he was really creepy and I really didn't like his class because I because he just he just had this way about him that was really off putting. And I think that was probably the worst thing about him. And which to me mm. was weird because I thought to me I thought the worst thing would be all the raping that he did. Yeah, yeah that would be. Yeah, seemed like it would be high on the list. You know, I, you said shop teacher. Yeah. I swear, I think our shop teacher used to be a little touchy well, with with, yeah. with the girls. Yeah. Is it a shop teacher thing? I mean, there's a lot of crazy shop teachers out there. Did you see that that meme that's been going around? <laughs> Dave, we're we're live right now. We're streaming. Oh. This isn't this isn't pre-show, all right? Yeah. Okay. Um I'm not talking about I'm not I didn't say a little touchy. He went to prison for raping. Oh, yeah, like this. None of this was a joke. <laughs> I don't know why people think this is a comedy show. They certainly don't anymore. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody has that misconception. Uh, Tim Weissong writes, "Dear Alan and Dave, do you think any prisons allow inmates to tr to trick or treat?" Hmm. Um, I'm gonna say no, Tim. Yeah, it'd be cool if they did, though. I mean, it's a perfect setup. If you think about it, everybody's just hanging out in their cells. They have mm -hmm. bags of whatever they got at the commissary. And it's just boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just boom, boom, boom. All right. All right. Um, Aaron Kintner writes, Dear Alan and Dave, besides your own, what is your favorite comedy podcast? Dave, what's your favorite comedy podcast? I think... Well, the, the the only comedy podcast that I'm listening to, other be, besides mine, is is it's it's got to be Alan Mosley. It's too late with Alan Mosley. I listen to that podcast all the time. It's hilarious. Mm -hmm. And then after that, probably Time Suck, Dan Cummins. That's a good one. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't have a favorite because I don't listen to podcasts because I'm not a fucking nerd. Uh, Jonathan Carranza writes, "Dear Alan and Dave, <laughs> when is the next big distraction coming?" Hmm. Is it? Does Jonathan know something that we don't? I think it's one of those conspiracy things. Oh, okay. Well, the midterms yeah. are coming up. There's oh. you know the 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 war in Ukraine is not as popular as it used to be. Um. So yeah, yeah I think. Do you think they're going to use like nuclear war to distract from the midterm elections? See, I really wish we could have that the other way around. <laughs> don't you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, I don't think it's going to come to the point of nuclear war. I think it's going to be... <laughs> I don't think so. Now, I, I do... I will say this. Get ready for it. Write it down. You heard it here on Dave's anniversary episode. They're going to they're gonna claim chemical warfare next. They're, they're going to claim it. Oh, it won't actually happen. On. They'll just say, oh, Played chemical out. weapons were used. Putin dropped chemical weapons on the innocent Ukrainians, and so we have to go... 
we got got to go get them. You know, that's that's what's going to happen next. Um, I want to hope that America as one would be like, oh no. Anyways, yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> like, right. What do you want us yeah. to do about it? I don't know. I mean, in America's defense, the Russians and their Ukrainians are both white people, and white people are way nearer and dearer to the heart of Americans. Yeah, I don't see how where all these issues are coming from. Yeah, like the, like there's something going on in Haiti right now. No, I guess shit about that. But <laughs> but white people, holy moly, we gotta you know <laughs> gotta nail this down. Um, so Jonathan hopes this helps. Uh, Elam Stoltz writes, "Dear Alan and Dave, how do you reconcile the fact that the government can't be trusted to hand out death sentences with the fact that prison is too good for some people?" Oh, what do you wait? What is what does he mean by some people? <laughs> well, he, he probably means like the, the the serial killers, the nasty, nasty, evil people that are obviously guilty and don't deserve to continue living. But I, I yeah, I still can't give that to the government to choose who lives and dies. I don't like that. Well, I think, Elam, the the answer to your question is, is we need more people. Um, taking matters into their own hands. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's what we a hundred percent advocate on the show. And for more, um, tune in Friday night for Liberty Late Night. Oh. Yep. Where you'll hear every all you need to hear about. Um, yeah, we cover all kinds of policy and political violence and. <laughs> uh, oh, you know what? Real quick, what we forgot. Oh, what. Oh, yeah, we're on Twitch. We're on Twitch again. Well, for, for a minute there, we weren't on Twitch. Yeah. Because but we're back. Yeah, because we should. And showed... now we're not really on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, we're still on YouTube. We're still yeah. on YouTube. I Nothing happened to the account. Uh, I still post. I get all my analytics. You know, the, you know mm -hmm. the interesting thing is, is that, so we stream a football game on YouTube, and then the NFL says, hey, you can't, like, yeah, you know, and then you, you and then YouTube's like, okay, well, we're gonna take that video, but but the views <laughs> from the video stay on the account. Yeah. So we're now just this close to being monetized on YouTube, but the videos aren't on the account anymore. So isn't that kind of neat? Got the views, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's pretty neat. Yeah, it's like I, I, like, I'm like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't give a shit. All right. Uh, anyway, so actually, we do need it. We're going to upload the show to YouTube, but we do, of course, we upload the clips to YouTube as well. The clips have been really hot. We're getting a lot of view on those clips. We need people to go watch the clips because we are. We're like just a slither away from meeting the monetization metric on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. YouTube's so. Somebody, hard yeah, somebody says, right there, Alan found the cheat code. Yeah. Just steal. <laughs> steal. Just steal content. Just steal, yeah, pirate. That's what you do. And then <laughs> it's easier it's to encouraged. ask forgiveness than permission. All right. Yep. Um, Marilyn Willemowski writes, Dear Alan and Dave. Oh, no. Who got you interested in watching football? Oh, Dave, who got you interested in watching football? And was it always the Buffalo Bills? Um, I don't like like my dad would watch football. He never had a team. So it'd be on, but we there was never a big sports house, household. But for some reason, I latched onto the Buffalo Bills. I think I was a patriotic lad, and I saw the red, white, and blue, and I was like, they're kind of close. I like this. 
than ever since then. Plus, they were winning a lot back then. They'd lose when it mattered, but they won a lot. I, I like how you picked your team based on the red, white, and blue and being patriotic, but you didn't pick the Patriots. I must have never saw you them. You picked seen them. the Buffalo uh, yeah. Bills. Yeah. <laughs> I've never understood why you guys are such big Bills fans, because there's multiple NFL teams in your state. Yeah. But but those were always off the table. I don't know. It just, for some just, reason, just, I, I picked that one. Yeah, Straight to kid, Bills. So I, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, see, some people get on me about being a Cowboys fan, but when I was a kid, there was no Tennessee Titans. They were the Houston Oilers, yeah. and they were kind of gay. So, I mean, no one liked the Houston Oilers. <laughs> Oilers? So, what is that even? Yeah. So, it's, cause, so the only way I could be a Titans fan is for me to abandon my childhood team because my state relocated a team, right? Yeah. yeah. And I, I decided to stick with the former. So there you go. Um, plus, who cares about NFL, college football? Like people around here, like college football is life. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Down in the south, south. yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Fuck Alabama, though. I'm all right. Uh, And finally, this evening uh, from D three, from D three, who says, "Dear Alan and Dad, thank God nobody writes in and says, Dear Dad, to me.' (sighs) Okay, all right. It'd be funny if somebody did out of nowhere." Yeah, well, that'll be the last episode of this show. I'm deleting everything. All right. Uh, dear Alan and Dad, do you like hot chocolate? Dave, do you like hot oh. chocolate? Well, I, I had a friend who who, who always says, uh, I still have a, this, this friend. He says, hot chocolate is for little girls and old ladies. And I never understood that. It's delicious. I love hot chocolate. Yeah, I was about to say, I, I, I actually also love hot chocolate. Like, I don't. Yeah. I don't drink coffee, and I don't drink a lot of warm drinks in general, but yeah. if it's the cold time of the year and I'm going to have a warm drink, I'm going to drink hot chocolate. Yeah, it's better than coffee. But not a mix. coffee for the drugs. Not a mix with water, though. That's blasphemy. It needs to be made with milk. Nope. What? That's fine. No, it's, it is superior. It is, it, it is superior with yeah. milk. Well, because but... milk, milk is white, right, Dave? Is that what you're getting at? <laughs> Versus Jesus versus clear. Come on, um, but but little D three he makes it out of the Keurig. He just pops, takes out whatever's in there, just fills up cup up with hot water and and uses the packet. He'll put some cream in it, but yeah, yeah. A but lot of people half milk, half water. Cream in hot chocolate. Yeah, he just makes it like a small hot water just to make it hot, and then he adds cream because we always have like half and half or heavy cream. D three just eat sugar. It's fine. Like. <laughs> Like you, you, you have my permission. Just, just take a spoon. Just eat sugar. It's fine. Remember, remember Halloween candies that the the pixie sticks that was literally oh. just a tube of sugar. It, it, it there was no yeah. flavor. It's sugar. You just eat sugar. <laughs> Tiny I, sugar. I, I always appreciated them because like they took out the middleman. Like we're not going to mix chocolate or caramel or nuts. We're just no. just, eat, just eat the sugar. Just eat it. <laughs> <laughs> Put in a tube. Lay out a line. <laughs> did you did you know that a, a week no a year from next week is the anniversary of our Halloween candy tier list? Oh. Oh yeah, that is coming yeah, up. That is coming up. We're I think do we, another one? I think we should redo it just just to yeah. try to get it to fit in an episode because no one's going to watch the actual Halloween like <clears throat> because we did the whole no three one and has half hour. Yeah, the one that we did that was actually not exaggerating. Excuse me, sir. It was an hour and forty-seven minutes long. <laughs> you got so to get it right. Maybe we redo it. 
maybe we do like a lightning round. Because, you know, we, we, it's, we're a year older and a year wiser, maybe, yeah. you know. We got maybe. better at tier lists. Yeah. We got better at tier lists, and maybe our candy palettes have matured. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, we're going to be back, ladies and gentlemen, to talk about, what are we talking about? Oh, we're talking about the CDC. It's back in the news. Oh, no. Right after this commercial break. <laughs> Your ad could be playing right now, reaching thousands of potential customers. Sadly, it's not, but it could be. Find out how to be an advertised sponsor for It's Too Late with Alan Mosley. Email us at info at alanmosley.tv. on that next week too we'll, we'll work I'm on that zeroing in on it yeah zeroing in you know that you know that's that phrase that people always say like they try to make themselves feel better about their failed candidacies when they say well if you're if you're taking flack that must mean you're over the target oh yeah everyone who has ever said that phrase was a failure politically <laughs> i'm just just i'm just not out there um but let me tell you about tonight's other sponsor which is oh. tennessee hot sauce company which you can find at tnhotsauceco.com got a bottle of their mm. hot sauce right here Oof. this is the mm. blood orange ghost oh ghost Ooh. yeah no i picked ghost it's, it's, fuck you dave all right so anyway it's the blood orange <laughs> ghost but if you take a look at this if guys ladies look at this the blood orange ghost is problematic Highly problematic. Let's see those emotes. Well, there's this, like a ten second delay. Is, let's let's just let's yeah. just wait. Yeah, this this screen right here is pretty problematic. When you just see the mustache, it's kind of uh, okay. There's a, all right. There's a problem. Oh, anyway. all right. So anyway, as Tennessee <laughs> Hot Sauce Company, which you can find at TN. Oh, oh. there's Dave and TN Hot Sauce Co. <laughs> oh my God, Dave. Yeah, Doc. I got this. I got this. Yeah, it's under control. From from the moment that I said this was a good segment, we have failed to have yeah. a good segment since then. I wonder if this will carry on for weeks, at least months, even. All right, uh, get 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 that out of here. We don't even have an affiliate link for them. I don't know why we're advertising them, Danny. <laughs> Danny, get me an affiliate link, or I'm going to quit peddling your happen. hot sauce. I already drank two bottles of it. What do you want from me? Um, here's a phrase that you see jumping around the news recently. We never told you that the vaccines would stop transmission. Wait, wait a minute. Hold, wait a minute. One of the big stories floating around recently was the quote from the uh, CEO of Pfizer, where he supposedly admitted that the COVID vaccine does nothing to prevent transmission. Now, the regime press put on a full court press in response to this misinformation by first reporting that the vaccine trials you know the vaccine trials those things whose data is allegedly used to justify the whole emergency authorization in the first place oh yeah um they never they never actually tested for transmission now here's the funny thing about that the, the the regime press points to this fact in Pfizer's documents detailing how pathetic the studies are as if that's supposed to be proof of their position as opposed to like an incredible self-own, right? 
The next move by the regime was to claim that no one ever said the jabs were supposed to stop transmission in the first place. Now, I seem to recall everyone saying that you have to get the jab because that's the only way that we're going to get out of a pandemic. And until people get the jab, you know, the beatings will continue. You see, my dear unwashed masses, you're just putting (laughs) words in our mouths. We never said that the jab would stop you from getting COVID. Oh, is that so? Take a look at this. Stops with every vaccinated person. A vaccinated person gets exposed to the virus. The virus does not infect them. The virus cannot then use that person to go anywhere else. It cannot use a vaccinated person as a host to go get more people. That means the vaccines will get us to the end of this. Essentially, vaccines block you from getting and giving um, the virus. Fully vaccinated people are at a very, very low risk of getting COVID-19. Therefore, if you've been fully vaccinated, you no longer need to wear a mask. When people are vaccinated, they can feel safe that they are not gonna get infected. We have all the vaccines we need. We just need our people to take it. A, for their own protection, for the protection of their family, but also, to break the chain of transmission. You want to be a dead end to the virus. So when the virus gets to you, you stop it. You don't allow it to use you as the stepping stone to the next person. I think given the country as a whole, the fact that we have now about 50% of adults fully vaccinated and about 62% of adults having received at least one dose as a nation, I, I'm, I feel fairly certain you're not going to see the kind of surges mm-hmm. we've seen in the past. If you're vaccinated, you're not going to be hospitalized. You're not going to be in an ICU unit and you're not going to die. You're OK. You're not going to you're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Yeah. I, Dave, I really enjoyed your interpretive dance. Did you like that oh, music? I was grooving to that. Yeah, I, I saw that. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, nice. I. I guess it's settled, everybody. They never said yep. that, that's what, that, that it was going to work. Uh, since Can't we know, it. since we know that the jab doesn't prevent transmission, then we needn't worry about vaccine mandates again, right? Right. Oh, why would they think do that? again? Take a look at this from the CDC. The CDC voted this very evening, ladies and gentlemen, on adding the COVID vaccine to the childhood vaccine schedule. Which, by the way, it passed unanimously. Uh, they're going to be make... they're gonna, they're going to be voting tomorrow on whether or not to permanently shield big pharma companies Pfizer and Moderna from COVID vaccine injury liability. Now oh. I do want I do want to say really quick because I know Tucker Carlson talked about this and then there was a whole bunch of media fact check gotchas going on. Just because the CDC recommends that the COVID vaccine be a part of the childhood uh, vaccine schedule yeah. doesn't mean that you're forced to yep. have it in order to attend public schools in your state. But it's a half truth there because all basically every state around the country looks to the CDC for guidance when instituting their own state policies. So while it is technically true that the CDC's recommendation today doesn't change anything, most states are going to go along with it. Now again, they're, they're, they want to force children to take a vaccine that we know for a fact doesn't prevent transmission. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, uh, as it pertains to the whole permanently shielding uh, from liability for vaccine injury, to me, that's always been the one that sticks out the most is mm-hmm. that why would you need that? If the vaccine is safe to put in your child's body, then why would you need to be shielded from liability if you kill my child with with your vaccine, right? Mm-hmm. Um you know, Congressman Thomas Massey actually had an excellent bullet point list for this exact topic. Take a look at this right here. The COVID jab should not be added to the list of childhood vaccines. Number one, the jabs don't prevent spread. Number two, it could be harmful to children. Number three, the CDC says it wears off after eight months. Yeah, give it to a toddler, and then years later when they go to school, what difference does it make? Number four, children aren't at great COVID risk. That's something we know for an absolute fact. Number five, it's obsolete with new variants. If God, Ladies and gentlemen, just really quick. If you take a COVID vaccine that was made before right this minute for like the initial strain of COVID, <laughs> it does literally nothing because that disease is not here. Mm-hmm. It doesn't exist. But finally, we're going to read that last one. Of course, number six, there's no liability for harm. Of course. They're coming for your kids, folks. This is a topic that we've shared on the show a few times, usually in some of our more serious segments, where we would talk about where do you draw the line? Where is your line in the sand? And sometimes I've told people, I'm not so much here to, to try to convince you where I think the, your line should be. I feel like that's that's a personal decision. Like, that's a decision for you to make at home. You 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 know, for the husband and wife, for parents to sit down and say, Where are we drawing the line? What are we willing to stand up and say no to for the safety of our family, for the safety of our loved ones, for the safety of our children? I I hope your kids is one. Is that a hill worth dying on? If 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 closing your business down wasn't a hill worth dying on, if if going out of business wasn't a hill worth dying on, if being locked in your home and ordering DoorDash wasn't a hill worth dying on. If 8% plus inflation is more like 15%, uh, if 8% plus inflation and rocketing gas prices, was that not a hill to die on? Maybe your kids is a hill worth dying on. We've had guests on the show before where that was one of the questions that we kind of batted around was, what are you willing to put up with versus what are you willing to to go up against if it means shielding your child from it. It's one thing for you, right? It's one thing for you as an adult, as a provider, as as for the head of a household to say, well, look, I, you know, I don't really like X, Y, and Z, but I got to think about my family. I got to think about, you know, I got to pay our bills. We got to survive. And I'm willing to do, I'm willing to put up with this much because I got to take care of my kids. But what if it's your kids are the target? What are you willing to do? What about you, Dave? What are you willing to do on record? <laughs> well, I, I was going to save it for the afterthought, but but homeschooling is about to explode right now. If they, if they make this a mandatory thing for... Because if you look at comment sections on things like this, like like there, there was some 18-year-old college kid that died 
just recently and and the all the the whole the whole comment section is the jab you know mm-hmm. so yeah. I, I think there's a lot of people against it and i think that there's going to be a lot of backlash from this it's like they're chasing people out of public schools and, and they're going to lose all that indoctrination they got to back off there there are a lot of people against it but i think you know it's kind of this age-old thing of you know where the rubber meets the road what are people willing to do like words or wind you know people being outraged just say oh well i don't don't like that the cdc they should recommend differently it's like well (laughs) us us being more radical people would say well let's just get rid of the cdc and then that that seems like a simpler option it seems it seems like a simpler option (laughs) but for most people out there a lot of people are willing to get mad about something but they're not actually willing to do anything and by the way, when I say do something, I don't I don't mean, you know, the final solution. The yeah, I don't I, I don't mean I don't mean that. What I mean is is that if you live in a state where that where that state says we're going to obey all CDC recommendations and so like we're we're coming to a neighborhood near you, we're knocking on your yep. door. We got the syringes in hand. And if you are next door to a state that says, "Oh, no, we don't do that here." Um, yeah. you know, this is a sanctuary for, for people who don't want to be under medical tyranny. Is, is, is that too much to ask? Is, is, is protecting your children's heart too much to ask for to say, well, look, you know, I know we've got roots here, but I'm, I'm not going to put up with that. I'm sorry. No, not for my kids. It's, it's an interesting question. You use the phrase chasing people out of public schools. I don't even, cause I don't, I would love for everybody to homeschool, but they're not. The yeah. overwhelming majority it's... never will. And so we're, we're stuck with public schools for now. But mm-hmm. it is true that, that regulations can be different on a state-by-state level. So at the very least, at the very least, if you're not willing to throw away the public school system with the bathwater, at the very least, are you willing to vote with your feet? Talk mm-hmm. about chasing people out. Will these states chase people out of their state? You, you look at the demographics. You look at all the people who have left New York, left Illinois, left California. Don't come around here. But all those people that have left those places, <laughs> you know, they're voting with their feet. They've they've decided this. We drew our line. They crossed it. We're skipping town. I would love to see those numbers multiply due to this type of activity. I also wanted to mention, by the way, we, we don't have the article as reference because it was kind of a last second thing. But the New York Times, which is just... I mean, they're just mouthpieces of the regime. No one, no one ever expects anything good out of the New York Times at this point. But the New York Times actually had the gall to run a special this very week talking about the risk of surges of new variants of COVID and how it's important for oh, people no. to go ahead and start masking up again when in public and to be weary of family members who are not fully vaccinated. Perhaps consider not inviting them to your to your family gatherings as the holiday season approaches. Um, they actually ran that. That was actually a story they ran in the paper like October 18th, 2022. Like it, at least a whole year, at least a whole year since I feel like the mainstream public consciousness was this was all BS and I'm not going to listen to their crap anymore. They're still yeah. running that. Do you ever see stuff like that and it kind of makes you wonder, like, who are they talking to? Yeah. Like, they're not talking to you and me, right? Like, we know that. They're, that message mm-hmm. wasn't meant for us. Who are they talking to? Who are the people still reading that saying, oh, oh, my dear. Honey, get the masks. I 
I don't know what to say other than I, I feel bad for those people. There is a demographic. <laughs> there is a demographic. It, it makes me think, too, like where I live here in southern middle Tennessee, I'm an hour south of Nashville, and you don't see that here. Hey, there's no... People aren't walking around talking about getting the jab. People aren't wearing masks, all that stuff. They weren't doing that here for a long time. But every now and then... You'll see the random person. And it's always really young people or elderly. Sometimes you'll see elderly people walking around with masks. Or sometimes you'll see younger people, like teenagers joining the workforce. Sometimes I'll see teenagers at a restaurant, and they're they're the only people in the whole room wearing a mask. Including, like, the other people that work at the restaurant and the ownership of the restaurant. Just the random teen. And it makes me actually kind of feel bad for them because they're broken. They're mentally broken people. I do genuinely feel sad. And the only thing I can say is is that while I do feel sad for them, I don't want to associate with them. It's 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 not my battle to fight. I'm not going to I'm not going to go to war with every single person on the street to try to save them to make them a member of my community. It's just at some point you're like, you know, nah. I just disassociate from that person. They're they're obviously not someone I can reach. They're reading the New York Times and they're seeing that article this very week and thinking, "Oh, I better put my mask back on." I have nothing in common with that human being, you know? You know, Dave? You know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, thanks. Jesus, who am I talking to? Who am I talking to? I have a lot of thoughts going through my head. Oh, (laughs) Oh, do we we want to take a moment to, to, to think thoughts and share them? No, no. We'll we'll talk stuff in the after party. It'll give us something to talk about. Okay. Yeah, no one watches the after party, so it'll be safe. <laughs> All right. Uh guys, we will be back to wrap up the show right after this commercial break. Don't go away. If you're enjoying tonight's show, consider supporting the program by becoming a member of our Patreon. That's over at patreon.com slash Alan Mosley. Like our Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash Alan Mosley TV. You can follow me on Twitter, twitter.com at Alan Mosley TV. Subscribe to our YouTube page. It's youtube.com slash Alan Mosley TV for now. We're also on Odyssey. Go and support a free speech platform. It's Odyssey at Alan Mosley TV. If you're more of a listener than a watcher, you can get us on your favorite podcasting platform of choice. That's thanks to Anchor FM. That's anchor.fm slash Alan Mosley TV. I want to say really quick, by the way, Aaron's doing an awesome job of sharing the links in chat. The website's up. It is. You can you can find tabs to see all the video platforms, the social medias, the support links, including addresses for cryptocurrency, uh, our blog, the upcoming merch site. Uh, you can contact us. You can sign up for notifications. You can do all of the, all, all of the different podcast platforms mm-hmm. like Apple, Google, Stitcher. You can do all of that, dude. At alanmosley.tv. Yeah, God forbid, right? You you guys don't want to be outdone by the normie football fans, you know? Like, they were donating to the stream. They were. Yeah. And look what it got them. <laughs> got them. <laughs> All right. Uh, <clears throat> end of the game. Hey, uh, they should have gone, gone to Odyssey. Should have gone to Odyssey. Yep. The whole game's there right now. Unedited. Right there. 
Uh, Dave, do you have a final thought? Uh, no. Every time the CDC comes up in the news again, makes me sick. I'm, every day I hope that we're done with this. We can move on with our lives and get the flu like normal people. But yeah. I'm glad that, that we, we're, we're blessed where we can homeschool. And I, I want people to know that it's not as hard as it sounds to homeschool your kids. You could do it in the evenings. You don't need all day. You don't have 30 kids to teach. And you can do it in a couple hours. Yeah. Make sure that they get it. Like, why, shot. why is your why is your audio cutting out all of a sudden? Is it? It might I, be the music. Maybe Skype doesn't like it. Either it was, or I've just I've just moved on from you. I don't know. It could be that. Yeah, it's yeah. been it's been a year. We should rebrand. Yeah. <laughs> it's too late with Dave. No, oh, no, no. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Um. <laughs> Well, no, you always get up for work early. So we'll instead of doing the show late after a hard day's work, we'll do it early before you go in. It's too early with Dave. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, everyone stay up. Five to, in the morning. Yeah, no, it'll be fine. <laughs> I, I, I don't foresee any issues with that plan. Um, I see that comment, Carl. That reminds me. I'll tell that story in the after party. Uh, guys, thank you so much for watching another episode of It's Too Late, and we will see you next week. Yeah, uh, I think, Carl. So I I went to the Asian place where I get the fortune cookies. Yeah. And my waitress, who wasn't Asian by the way, so I was already shafted. I'm supposed oh, to have an no. Asian. Is some white girl, and she was wearing this really thick black mask. And I just said, I can't hear a goddamn word you're saying. Because <laughs> she because she had this really mousy voice, like, oh, thank you so much for coming. What would you like to order? Yeah, 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 yeah. I actually, she was the, she's probably the only person I've ever made rude remarks to in public where oh. I said, take off your mask or just get away from me. Yeah, especially if they're.